just because you don't have a formal education in technology, that doesn't mean you can't come into the technology industry. We are hankering after people like you to come and join us, to come bridge this gap. Hello, I'm Sean Cheatham, Chief Commercial Officer at Hayes Technology, and this is How Did You Get That Job? In this special episode of the podcast, we'll be focusing on how you can create a career in the technology industry, regardless of your background. We'll look back on previous episodes of the series and hear firsthand accounts from successful tech leaders who started their careers by either making helicopter parts or treading the boards of the ballet. We'll also hear advice on what you, the listener, can do to stand out. If you started your career in another field before entering the tech industry, a recruiter like myself would say you have a non-traditional career path. This is entirely common and much celebrated as the skills you've obtained elsewhere are incredibly useful. And how did you get that job? I've been blown away by the amount of tech leaders talking about their non-traditional paths to tech. For example, Thomas Wythe tells us how he started his career making helicopter parts. Rob Boothby created and sold baseball hats. And whilst doing so, he even sold one to Elon Musk. But the biggest talking point from the first series was guest Jessica Nemers. She started her career as a professional ballerina, only for that to end overnight. But then she landed a career in tech. She is now the chief security officer at fintech company Elevate. You may think that ballerina to cybersecurity is a big leap and worlds apart, but in her interview, she points out how many of the skills are extremely transferable. I think everyone should always hire an ex-ballet dancer. (laughs) We are very tenacious. You have to be. You hear no a lot. There's only so many parts. There's only so many jobs. And so I think ballet dancers are very determined. We're very disciplined. It took a ton of discipline, mental and physical. We're resilient and flexible, not only physically flexible, but we are very flexible to move to different cities and learn parts quickly. And I think having to learn entire ballets in a month and all the choreography gave me that basis to be a lifelong learner and be able to pick up concepts quickly. Adam Spearing, the field CTO at Salesforce, talks about the success he has had with retail professionals joining his team. Some of the most amazing people we have have come from you know, working in, in, in a retail environment where they've worked in a retail store and then they've joined us. And because they know the challenges of doing that, don't necessarily know all the depth of the technology. We've, we've got other people who can help with that. But they can go talk to a customer and say, oh, yeah, you know, I've been there. I've done that job. And, oh, my God, that was so frustrating. And, wow, look, all the other things we can do to help you solve those problems. Customer engineer Ali DiPolito shares with us the secret to what she looks for when recruiting for her team. I look for learning potential and someone who has the soft skills and the people skills to develop that trust with customers. Not so much at that point, I look for technical experts, but the attitude was very important. People who really wanted to learn and progress. And that was probably one of the top things I looked into, that keenness and willingness to study, to learn. And that can-do attitude for me is very important. And Aaron Goolsby, the global head of play partnerships at Meta, agrees. I'd say to everybody listening that there are some of us that would welcome people to put themselves out there and say they're willing to learn. And you'll find that there's many leaders in the tech industry that are willing to teach, willing to give people the opportunity to learn. Shelby Vaklu, the head of data analytics at Strava, points out that it's not about having the highest qualifications to succeed in the tech industry. 
I am actually now very, very adamant that you do not need a PhD to succeed as a data scientist. I'm not just saying it because I don't have it, but I've also had the pleasure of working with a lot of wonderful people who've come from such very different backgrounds and diversity of educational experience that they bring genuinely, I think, helps this field grow. One of my previous managers used to joke that the situations that nobody wanted to handle, like I would always raise my hand and say, sure, sounds like an adventure. Let's try it out. I think that was pretty helpful because I got the opportunity to go for a lot of different roles. And those created very different opportunities. It allowed me to grow on very specific pieces. And all in all, it made me have a very wide breadth of experience. If someone's looking for a similar role, like there are many different paths, here's one that I took and hopefully that helps. Adam Spearing mentioned this exact angle too. He describes it as having a superpower. You've got to realize if you're 18, 19, 20 years old and you're sitting out there, you have some superpowers that people of my generation, and I'm over 50, we don't have, right? Watching these 18, 19, 20-year-olds text and WhatsApp and game and stream and watch TikTok all at the same time, I'm single-threaded when I'm doing things sometimes. Charles Ewan, the director of technology at the Met Office, says that it's up to you to pick your place within the industry. The great thing about a career in technology is you can literally pick your place anywhere within that huge spectrum and validly call yourself a technologist. You can be a technologist if you're the person that knows how to work Teams or Zoom or or whatever the platform of integration is, know how to help people out. Yeah, that's technology. Absolutely is. Whether somebody will pay you to do that is a different thing altogether, but nonetheless. And equally, you can be the person writing the next generation of Teams or Zoom or whatever the collaboration for. It's all technology, right? Charles goes on to mention, if you wanted to take a more technical direction, there are a lot of opportunities to create your own projects, which you can put forward to potential employers. Technology has never been more accessible outside of learned institutions and formalized roles. We're not alone in this. Every employer now will accept work that you've done at home, in your bedroom, projects that you've built, things that you've lashed together, absolutely the kind of things that employers are looking for as demonstration alongside, of course, formal qualifications, courses. I'm not suggesting those things are anything but great. But if you haven't got those things, just being able to demonstrate that you can hack together some Python code and you've worked with your Arduino to build a system at home to water your plants, which happens to be one of the projects I did last year. But you know, these are the kinds of things that geeks do. And you do have to be a geek. And I don't mean offensive and I apologize if that word does offend some, but that's what I mean by geekiness. I think you've got to have that intrinsic curiosity. The ability to develop that interest has never been more accessible. But it's not all about having technical skills. It's about being able to bring your experiences to the industry to help it thrive. Here is Adam Spearing. I say to a lot of people, just because you don't have a formal education in technology, that doesn't mean you can't come into the technology industry. We are hankering after people like you to come and join us, to come bridge this skills gap, because there are roles you don't even know about that absolutely could fit your experience and your knowledge. Here is Ali DiPolito echoing Adam's point. I heard many people that came from non-traditional IT backgrounds, and they are one of the best people I have. So it shouldn't limit anyone. It's a field that is growing so much. If you look at artificial intelligence, machine learning, the use cases are more related to the business and the industry rather than IT itself. Data analytics, AI, ML are all being democratized, meaning you don't need to be an expert to use that technology or to learn that technology. It's becoming easier and easier. So definitely 
go for it. It's a great field. And finally, here is Shelby Vaklu with her view on why you should choose tech. I would definitely encourage people to consider tech as an option for them for their career. I feel that there's a lot that comes out of the tech industry that affects almost every single person in the world. You know, there are so many products that you can think of that have been part of the tech industry that really affect people's everyday life. Like, you know, they get up, they look at technology, they do something five minutes later, it's powered by technology. Their work lives, their personal lives, like so much of it is built by technology. So why wouldn't you want to be at the center of that thing that affects everybody? Because it affects you, it affects your friends, it affects everybody around you. And if you have the chance, if you have the opportunity to weigh in and actually shape some of those experiences that people have on a daily basis, then why wouldn't you want to do that? And besides that, tech is fun. You know, there's a lot of great companies. They they pay well. They give you good benefits. And so there's that angle too. First and foremost, reach out and find companies that your superpower works for them. Think about how your soft skills can enhance your superpower and really work on those. It's a great business to be in. And there's a variety of opportunities to explore your superpower with. Just go for it. I'm Sean Cheatham, Chief Commercial Officer at Hayes Technology, and this is How Did You Get That Job? If you are looking to broaden your skills, then head to HayesLearning.com, where you can find free in-depth educational courses to hone your skills online. Thank you for listening to this special episode. <laughs>